Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fantasy Six-Pack Hour, with your hosts, Joe Bob and A.J. Appleton. down. All right, all right, my name is not Joe Bond, and welcome to the Fantasy Six-Pack Hour. <laughs> Sorry, I, I had to do that because every show Joe does the same intro and I laugh a little bit more and more each time inside. Um, but he does a great job. So we miss him today. Our uh, our fearless leader, Joseph Bond, uh, founder of FantasySixPack.net, is not with us tonight. So we have the voice in the sky, Mr. Mike LaPlante, here to uh, co-host with me at Applegarth Algar. Um, my name is AJ Applegarth. Welcome to the show. We have a good one for you tonight. Our standard start, sit, and uh, projection type talk. Got a little bit of news and notes to deal with um, for week 11 of the NFL and fantasy football season for y'all. Um, Joseph? Joseph? Wait. Oh, yeah. Never mind. Sorry. Not here, not here. I, I just have to get used to it for once because usually I'm the one that's not here. So, sorry. Start I'm... things off, Mike. Uh, you got you got anything to tell the people? You want you, you people want to come and join us? You want to come hang out with us? Check out our Discord. Get some subscriptions. Absolutely. Like, I, I mean, if if you don't already, all right, um, hit the like button down below. You know, hit the subscribe button up top you know hit the bell if you want to get notified when we go live like this and then you know most importantly you know memberships are still available i know there's not much of the season left but i mean we are getting into playoff push here all right you want to get some you know direct questions answered all right you go to fantasy6pack.net slash plans and sign up for the membership all right it's it's worth every penny, and if you're not going to be talking about the playoff push, you can go to the DFS side of things. Yeah, DFS is huge there, guys. Um, if you're <laughs> and that, um, you go check out Dave Eddy. Uh, we got we got uh, Detroit Beastie here, dude. Chris Robin, we're we're rocking DFS all the time. These guys make a butt ton of money. Um, Go listen to them. They are very, very valuable for our site. They're very valuable for you guys out there playing the DFS games. Um, nothing, nothing to go wrong with these guys. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, so, I mean, it, it, you can make your money back just right there in the DFS. And sorry about that little bit of lag there, AJ. Thank you for the help. Um, yeah, no, you're good, man. I, but I yeah, like you. Me. No, you're fine. You're fine. It was definitely me. 
Um, <laughs> but you make your money back just on the monthly subscription right there. It's, uh, I believe it was $9.99 last I checked. And you can also stay for the playoff pushes in your home leagues to help win you, you know, those big chips as well, because you can get direct access to a top five ranker in Joe Bond. He's not here right now, but you can talk to him there in the discord. Exactly. But and enough of that. All right, AJ, who, who's our guest this week? Tell us a little, about our, little bit about our guest. Do we, have, do we have a guest? Oh, we do. Of course we have a guest, people. Come on. We've got Mr. Jamie Parogue. He is a huge fan of the show, always in our comments, uh, giving us uh, giving us guff, you know, throwing us questions. Jamie, welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you on camera with us to talk. Uh, Jamie, you can find some of his stuff at Going for Two. He does the, uh, the cheat sheet on Tuesday nights for Going for Two, and he does a start-sit show as well on Sunday mornings. Jamie, how the hell are you, man? Oh, I'm doing on? great. Thanks for having me. I love being on this side of the camera on the fancy six pack. Love it. Awesome, man. We're stoked to have you on this side of the camera for once. So uh, now, now I can pay attention to your questions live, and uh, <laughs> and we can get some uh, get some good input here from you as well. Um, got some people in the comments as well. So thank you guys for joining us. I unfortunately probably won't be able to answer you today because I am trying to help run the show for you know way more than i typically do but yeah, these things happen and uh, we're gonna have a good show so jamie welcome mike let's uh let's start things off here with some big news dun, dun, dun. deshaun all watson. right so yep deshaun watson here done done for the year I'll, done for the year he, uh, is gonna have uh surgery on that shoulder um yep. And right now, uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson is named the week 11 starter. A little odd, if you ask me, um, since they have PJ Walker, but I get it. They want to see a little bit more of DTR. Uh, yeah. But this is de- this is definitely a little bit of a downgrade, obviously, to all the ancillary ancillary pieces here. You know, mm-hmm. Ford, Mari Cooper, and I mean, those are really two of the, I mean, Kareem Hunt a little bit here and there. But I am kind of curious, you know, Jamie, um, like, what do you kind of expect for like, you know, Jerome Ford and, and Amari Cooper kind of moving forward with DTR possibly as the starter for the rest of the year? Uh, well, I can see Jerome Ford getting a little bit more usage just because of the running back. They're not going to have a good passing game. Uh, this puts a damper on Elijah Moore a lot. Like he's not even worth rostering. Honestly, in my opinion, if, uh, you have a redraft league, uh, DTR, I don't know about him. I know he had a good preseason, but he was playing against what third strings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, I don't like why not just play PJ Walker? PJ Walker, I believe he was targeting uh, Amari Cooper just as much as Deshaun Watson was. So, why, why take him out? But I know they don't care about our fantasy teams, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, they just got rid of DPJ, right? So, Tillman comes in. He had an uptick in uh, snap count. I believe it went up to like 80 almost, something like that, 80, 90. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking forward to him, but not now I can't even roster these people. Even in Dynasty, what, like what are we doing? You got to sell Amari Cooper in Dynasty if you have him. Yeah. Like, even if you're competing, I would still try to sell him because I don't, I don't want him on my team. 
Yeah, and you know that's that's a big thing. Obviously, if you have listened to our show, maybe even only once, you would probably have heard me and Joe talk about our disdain for Amari Cooper. Um, now he has proved us wrong a little bit here and there, you know, in more recent years, but he's just not a consistent guy, and uh, you know he's finally kind of started to shake that a little bit in Cleveland. But this is a big blow for him. Uh, I mean, DTR came in, you know, he played in week four against Baltimore. He went 19 for 36 with 121 yards. Uh, I mean, that's that's not going to do it, especially when you add on the three interceptions. Uh, I mean, I get it. He's young. He's a rookie. He, he doesn't have the experience that a P.J. Walker even has. And, you know, let's be honest, P.J. Walker doesn't even necessarily have a ton of experience doing this um you know he was kind of a journeyman yeah he he is a journeyman um you know he's still young and whatnot he's only been in the league a few years but coming out of temple going to carolina you know being back with matt rule it was like a whole thing and it just amounted to nothing so you know he's kind of bounced around since then and you know he wasn't really much better than dtr so i i get why Cleveland wants to to put the rookie out there, get him some snaps, because they probably look at this as, hey, we've invested in him by drafting this guy, B.J. Walker. We can cut him. You know, we still expect Deshaun Watson to come back, but you know, DTR could potentially be the the future. I mean, you know, Watson's still young though too. They just gave him a ton of money. But you know who long, who knows how long that'll last. You know, is it going to be the still had, uh, equivalent of Dobbs. one year? Like, yeah, they like, could what have Dobbs. Go Dobbs. Like we'd still be, mm-hmm. I think we'd be better with Dobbs than we were with Watson. Even there's a handful of teams that would have been, you know, great with Dobbs at this point, and they're looking at it like, oh yeah, you don't think the Jets are over there looking like, <laughs> man, we could use the pastronaut over here? Yeah, yeah, why not? So, but, all right. So I the mean, next thing we got here. Oh, Mike, yeah. you got something for Deshaun? Uh, I was just gonna kind of bring us into the next thing, so you can take it along if you if you really want to. Aj, I know you want to talk about it really badly. I I really don't, but you know I will. I will. <laughs> just <laughs> we got uh we got Devon uh, uh and uh, Justin Fields are allegedly back. Um, allegedly, looking like they're gonna play this weekend. Uh, the only reason I say allegedly is because when I looked at things earlier, it was still the little like IR next to their name. So maybe that's been shed since. Uh, but yeah, what do, what do we make of this, uh, Jamie? What do, what do you think about these two guys coming back? Well, Fields, I mean, Chicago needs them. He could throw the ball down the field. It's going to help us more with uh, pass catchers in that offense. Uh, DJ Moore, I mean, was he really even startable without – Hmm. He was flex. He was flex worthy, but that yeah. was it. Yeah. Now, I mean, yeah, I think you could put him in. He was flex worthy until you saw the scores he put up, and you're like, <laughs> just yeah, I didn't want. You don't want to watch the games. So now, I mean, you could comfortably put him in as an RB two, and he's got that RB one upside or uh, wide receiver, not RB. But we knew what you meant. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, plus Fields got that rushing upside, so I, I think it's definitely going to help the Bears. Maybe it'll even help my man Roshan a little bit. Who knows? 
Yeah, yeah I mean, true. Deontay Foreman's banged up a little bit. I mean, mm-hmm. they said Courtney Cronin reported that, you know, Deontay Foreman's going to try and push it to Sunday, but I mean, it, it's going to be a feel out type of deal with him. So, I mean, if, if Foreman does get ruled out, Roshan gets an uptick in value right there. Yeah, of course, that would make sense because I did just throw a bunch of super late night, like random claims in last night and i'm like i don't really have anyone i want to drop was like "Eh, roshan hasn't been playing without even thinking about oh yeah dunta's potentially injured he's gonna probably play yeah i was like and none of these will go through they're they're all people that everybody's looking at no no (laughs) woke up this morning was like cool no more roshan oh and then yeah, I mean, and then what what kind of impact does Devon A-Chain have to this, you know, Miami's Dolphins and all the other, you know, pieces around it, Jamie? Uh, dude, I mean, this dude's – the whole team's got, what, four, four three speed? So you just add another four three speed yeah. guy right into that offense? Uh, I think it's going to help him tremendously, man. Like, you you put Devon A-Chain – like, I wasn't an A-Chain fan coming in just because I'm a sizist. I don't like them small running backs. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> wrong, man. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, I, I try to trade for them. I try to pick them up anywhere I can. And like, as long as he's on the field, I'm putting him in my lineup. I don't care who I got. He's going to be in my lineup because he's got that big play potential. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And I mean, he's shown it. He's, he's, put up a ton of yards you know you kind of think oh well maybe uh he was you know he he was just a flash in the pan kind of guy uh but totally not i mean he came in against denver and he put up more yards than mostert and it was like all right well (laughs) this guy this guy might be the real deal you know was it garbage time at that point no it really wasn't, you know, and then he's done nothing but continue to show that he is a valid asset to that team and to fantasy teams as well. So him going out was a major hit. Um, it's awesome to see him back uh, for everybody that owns him. I am unfortunately not one of those people. So <laughs> I just hope that I don't have to play the, those people the rest of the way because that's going to that's going to hurt. A little bit, probably, especially for the monster chairs. I mean, that's a good thing, too. Like, Jamie, what do you think this does for monster? Like, he's already been kind of teetering down at this point. I mean, do you think, you know, A-Chan eventually just takes this over completely? Yeah, like, even this week, I have A-Chan over most of uh, I mean, he's getting old. He's, what, 30, 31, something like that. And you think the farther that you go into the season, the more he's going to break down. So you, yeah. you want that younger guy with fresher legs. And they're pretty much the same person, just age difference. Yeah. I mean, we, we've we seen it before. We know how, you know, the 30-year mark just really hits uh, with running backs and whatnot. And, yeah, maybe that's where we're at. Uh, with monster, you know, the, like that kind of zone uh, where someone's younger, he's faster, he can do more. Uh, you know, I've got to work harder. Let's see what happens. 
So anyway, keep an eye on those two guys. Make sure they are officially definitely playing before you uh, set them off. I, I, I will just say this. The Dolphins waived uh, Chosen, I mean, yeah, Chosen Anderson, Chosen. Robbie, and formerly known as Robbie Anderson. Well, no, I so believe like, he changed his name back, so it wasn't <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but they waived him to make room for A-Chain, so, like, I take that as a positive sign for A-Chain. I'm still waiting to yeah. see the wave for the Bears for, for Fields, because, wait, no, he was on ne- never on IR, so they're not going to do that. So, yeah, keep pay more attention to Fields. But didn't they pick up uh, Claypool also in a trade? They did. They yeah. did. So, I mean, that's another four, three speed guy. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's about all he has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fast and you're fast. So, thanks for joining us. <laughs> uh, and that's that. So, I uh, I see we have some, some questions in the comments here. Um, try to... <laughs> Try to jump into these. I did post this in my fancy Facebook discussion group. Mm-hmm. So we got over 40,000 yeah. members there. So we might see some random people popping in. Nice. Nice. Hey, we, we like it. random people. Yeah. There's no stranger danger here. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. I'm just trying to, trying to scan just, back I'm, up here. Um, all right. So we got Dion. Uh, Dion has uh, been a listener of the show, and uh, we want to get back to you here, sir. We, I don't know how I got guy to trade with me. I get McCaffrey, he gets Mixon. Um, you win. Uh, yeah, a big win. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how you got the guy to do it either, but I would like to know that secret because um, I could use that. I could definitely try to use that this year. So that that's a win um, there for we- you. We got we got Eatman143 here on YouTube uh, asking, is Howell, Alave, and ETN a good trade for Keenan Allen and Jonathan Taylor? Um, I'm assuming a single quarterback. And I, yeah. I assume you got a, you have a quarterback behind Howell that you want to obviously start. So, like, if, if you got another startable quarterback here, I do like this trade. Jonathan yeah. Taylor has taken the starting job back. Keenan Allen's a solid wide receiver one. Nope. Um, yeah. And Olave's yeah, Keenan... only really flashed with uh, Jameis Winston. <laughs> well, that, that could be good, though. I mean, they're off this week. Maybe Carr comes back next. Um, I like that trade if you TBD. Can But, yeah, I, I think it's a good trade. Good job, you, man. Yep, I like it. Yes, All right. Um, next up here, we have a uh, – Blurpy. Slurpy, what, what do you, do you think, think of this trade? I traded James Conner, Keaton Mitchell, uh, Christian Watson, and Trevor Lawrence for T. Higgins and Derek Henry. He already had Kyler and Trey McBride at tight end, so he didn't want to have three Cardinals starting. Well, <laughs> I I don't necessarily blame you there, Blurpy. Um and you know Mitchell, obviously somebody that you probably recently picked up. Uh, it, it depends on what type of league this is. If this is a dynasty, um, I do like Keaton Mitchell long term. Obviously, Dobbins has not been healthy. Um, Watson, I'm fine letting him go. He has been a complete turd this year. Um, and so is that offense burn me? Yeah, they they have. 
you know, and you know it worse than any of us. So bingo. T Law also down this year. Um, I do think that he can bounce back because he's still young. He he does have the talent. Um, but I love Higgins getting him while he's you know out on the shelf and injured. Perfect time to get him because he's gonna come back and he's gonna uh, ultimately be that one B you know receiver for Cincy. Um, and Henry still a stud man. So I like it. What do you what do you guys think? Jamie? Yeah. Uh, I mean, Watson, definitely disposable. Keith Mitchell is only getting like, what, three, four carries a game. But, yeah, he does something with them. Connor's just coming back from injury. He's going to be the man, but I'd rather have Derrick Henry than Connor. Yeah. And I'd rather have T. Higgins over Watson. And I'm assuming since he's given up T-Law, he has someone else to start at quarterback. So Yeah, he has, yeah. He has Kyler. So. Yeah, Kyler. Kyler. Okay. So g- give me give me the Higgins and Henry side all day. Yeah, I'm on it. I do like it. I mean, if it's dynasty, I don't obviously. But if it's uh, if this is a redraft question, I do like it for you. I am a little concerned about T Higgins though because the hamstring injury, missing his second straight game. You know, maybe it's just because yeah. it's a short week. You know, playing Thursday night, but it is a little concerning um, just to have a hamstring injury as a wide receiver. That, but overall, if he does play, I like to trade for you because, yes, Derrick Henry, I think, is going to start to come alive. He always does in the winter time when nobody wants to tackle him because it's too cold. Yeah, yeah. And I know uh, Higgins has had a rib injury also yeah. in the earlier part of the season, and it wasn't going to heal up unless he actually sits. Now that he's actually sitting, it might heal up a little bit better. So when he does come back, he won't be dealing with that rib. Yeah. That's All good right, as we- well. Yeah, we got a couple here from uh, Ray Gamer. So we got yep. Metcalf or Adams rest of season in a standard league play and DeAndre Swift uh, or Brees Hall rest of season standard. Let's break it. Let's break it down in half and do the wide receiver first. Yep. AJ, receiver, Metcalf or Adams? For me, it's Metcalf. I mean, I just trust the quarterback situation more. How about you, Jamie? Yeah, I'm taking Metcalf also. He's got those touchdowns coming that he deserves to have. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been getting so. Adams, I don't trust the quarterback or the whole offense. Yeah, I mean uh, Vegas is trying to turn it around. I get that, but I, I think that's going to be a longer uh, a longer run before you see that versus what you know you're going to ultimately get with Metcalf. So um, running yeah. back. Uh, well, I was I was just gonna say because it's standard, it is Metcalf for me. But if it yeah. was PPR, it would be Adams because I do believe he gets peppered at least from Aiden O'Connell yeah. um, to give him just those freebie points. But because it is standard, you are looking for the touchdown in the yards where Metcalf yep. is going to exceed that over Adams. Yeah. Um, and then Swift or Brees Hall rest of the season for this one. That's Brees Hall for me in a standard league. I know the touchdowns aren't there, but he's got the potential for more yards any given day than Swift. Yeah. Jamie? Yeah, that's tough because, I mean, they're both in my top ten. But I have Hall in my top five and Swift more in the back end of the top ten. Yeah. So give me Hall. I, like I the, just think the, the upsetting thing is you're always going to have Swift getting vultured by Jalen Hurts. It's just going to happen. Yep. Yeah, I mean, once you get it, it, once you get into the the deep 
goal line of you know red zone you've got the tush push coming in you know it's going to happen um plus philly really just hasn't been running the ball as well you know over past five six weeks since when they started the season uh you know a lot of that has to do with cam jurgens being out and a lot of it has to do with um with jalen being hobbled with this knee issue that he refuses to talk about um and you know, hey, that's that's his prerogative, and I don't I don't blame him. You know, he's a gamer, and he doesn't want to, you know, put anything out there to to give info on. So that's fine with me. I, I appreciate that. But I love Swift. I, I hope he can get more involved. Um, Jurgens potentially might be back this week, so I think that plus the bye week, you know, hopefully Jalen's getting a little more healthy. But overall, I would still go with you guys. I would go with Hall. So, and then um, real quick, just kind of a follow-up question with him, yep. pretty much because he's asking the for a trade question. He would get Devontae Adams, DeAndre Swift, and Ferguson for Hawkinson. Yep, Jake Ferguson for mm-hmm. Hawkinson, Brees Hall, and Metcalf, and that's a no for me. I would not do no. that trade if I was no, you, right? No, no, no. I, you do not make that trade. Definitely, Hawk. Hawk is. The best player in that deal in my mind and then uh, second best is Hall. yeah yeah i would not do that trade and then i've also been telling people if you have swift make sure you go on a waiver get uh kenneth gainwell because mm-hmm. we've seen last year at the end of the season gainwell's started getting more involved in that offense plus if swift gets hurt he's going to be the guy that steps in yeah it's it's going to be Kenny uh kenny gainwell um you know he's he had a some turnover issues and some fumble issues. They work through him. He's still their guy. He's the guy they trust. Um, and, and, you know, he bounced back from that. So I expect Gainwell to still be heavily involved, you know, as far as the running backs are involved in the Philly offense. You know, that's that's a relative uh, comment. But um, definitely keep an eye on Kenny. I, I would not make that trade, right? So No. And then – Derek here has just said he traded two in Hollywood Brown for Josh Allen. What's the thoughts here? I'll let you go first, Jamie. He traded away two in Hollywood. See, I don't know. I don't know what this new offense coordinator, like Josh Allen has been kind of down lately. I'd almost rather have the Tua in Hollywood. Like, I mean, especially like, like a start. I mean, are you starting like eight? players and I mean Hollywood. yeah if you got depth I or can get it well yeah. and Hollywood's gonna be like your wide receiver three or flex then yeah give me the two of Hollywood but if it's start eight maybe I would take Josh Allen over Tua just for that upside yeah depends depends Derek we'd need a little more uh a little more input on the, the league setup and everything I personally would rather have two in Hollywood uh, over Allen. Allen's been a turnover machine. I think there's lately, more so. points there. Yeah. So, all right, everybody, uh, keep keep the comments coming. We will uh, we will check back in with you, but we got to get moving on with the show here. So, let's get into our start sit. Uh, we will start things off with quarterbacks, and uh, I'll just go ahead and read the first one here, and then you know, Mike will take turns reading them and go that way. Um, since you're Sounds no longer good. the voice of the sky tonight. Uh, all right, so first matchup, we've got C.J. Stroud 
versus Arizona or Kyler Murray at Houston. Going right for the throat here between the two facing off. Jamie, which one do you like? Uh, at first when I saw this, I thought it was an easy, easy strout. Then looking more into it, like I know Murray gets a little bit more rushing yards. But you still got to go Strout, man. I mean, he's been – he's a top-10 quarterback on the year. I think points per game, he's number six because he had his bye week. Uh, he's number two in yards, uh, uh, passing yards. Five. He's, he's number five he's, in passing yards. Only because it's part of my argument too, but go on. <laughs> oh, so he's quarterback five in points per game. Yes. Oh, okay. So I was one off. My bad. Um, You're all good. I need to fire my website that I go to. <laughs> uh, Unless it's fantasysixpack.net. Yeah, They're exactly. the best. So, it's probably Joe's rankings. <laughs> but anyway, he's, like, he's number yeah. two in passing yards. Uh, this guy. Yards per attempt, he's number three. I mean, he his efficiency rating is way off the chart. You have to go with Strout, man. Like I brought it up a few weeks ago, like right before he, or after he had that four touch, five touchdown game. You have to put him in MVP talk just because of the age of him doing it. You've never seen this before because if you think about it, they put Brady in that talk because of the same thing. He was, no one's ever done it before at his age. Well, no one's been doing this at his age. I, I can't see sitting him man. unless you have like one of the top five quarterbacks, you have to start Strout. All right, Mike. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm on the Stroud Stroud bandwagon as well. Um, He's QB three, just the past three games. And yeah, he had that explosion week in week nine where he just, you know, set the rookie record for passing yards, but that just shows his ceiling. I mean, he, he showed his ceiling that he can be the QB one on any given week. And like Jamie said, I mean, you know, bringing up the fantasy points per game, it's at 19.5 a game. Like that is such a solid floor right now, only behind Jalen hurts, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott. Um, so, like, you have a great floor. You've seen the ceiling there. Kyler Murray's, yes, he looked great. We, he looked better than expected, you know, coming off of the ACL injury, which is great for that offense just in general. Um, but if you do look at the matchup as well, Cardinals are a slightly better matchup for QBs at eighth best, where Houston's at ninth best. So it's really not much of a difference, but it's slightly better if you want to use it as, like, a tiebreaker. Uh, but then I was also looking at pace of play, and – Strout is quarterback four pace of play. That's really good. He's more points. Yeah. How about you, AJ? Uh, This one, I think I'm leaning Stroud as well. We'll make it a a complete Pete, three Pete, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) Um, Murray, Murray did look good last week, you know, relatively speaking for, for what he did. Um, it was against Atlanta. Eh, I, I do have my uh, my Arizona Cardinals glass here that my daughter got me. Um, I, I'm rooting for Kyler to to do well, but I'm, I'm going strong this week. It's it's pretty easy. So, All right. So next up, next quarterback here. Yeah, I, I apologize, Jamie, since we're going to be bouncing back here. You get to answer first. Um, oh, Thanks. And, uh, just, <laughs> but if you want, every 
Cheating Stroud versus time. Murray. I believe uh, Joe also has Stroud over Murray, if I remember correctly, checking his ranks. Uh, yeah, he did give me those just so I could look at. Um, let me look here. He does have Stroud at QB7 and Connor Murray at QB9. So it is close for him as well. I knew he gave me those for he gave me those for a reason, but I told him it was a Joe free show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, we've mentioned him several times and he's probably feeling pretty good about himself. <laughs> but all right, Jamie here. Um, if you need it, if you need a break from going no. first, let us know here. But your next one here is Justin Fields coming off the injury against the Detroit Lions or at and it's at Detroit. Or do you want Sam Howell, the perfect streaming candidate this year, versus the Giants? This is also closer than I thought it was going to be. Uh, first, I didn't have Fields I mean, running. I'm doing my job. <laughs> yeah. uh, I put Fields at quarterback 10 and Howell right behind him a couple spots later at 12. Just because I think uh, Detroit, it's going to be a tough game. They're going to be. They're playing Detroit's at home. They're going to be ahead. Chicago's going to be playing from behind. They're going to need to play catch up. They're going to throw the ball. And I believe the last two games before Fields got hurt, he was uh, he had like 200 yards. Yeah, he had like 330 yards, 280 yards. He had four touchdowns in each of them games. Uh, what's to say he's not just going to come back and do that again? Uh, I'm not saying four touchdowns, but if he gets two touchdowns, 50 yards rushing, I mean, I, I, I can't put him below Howell, man. I know Howell's been doing awesome. That's why I have him in my top 12, but I can't put Fields lower than that. Normally, Fields would be in, like, the top seven if he wasn't coming off of this injury. So, yeah, I put him at 10, Howell at 12, so give me Fields by a slight margin. It is close. It is close. AJ, who, who are you taking, Fields or Howell? No, I'm taking Howell here. Um, I mean, I get the upside with with Fields, but, you know, the Giants suck <laughs> hard. What's and, the say? That's not going to come in if they're blowing them out, though. I I don't think they will. They lost to them already. So, uh, you know, the, the idea oh, of a blowout – May or may not be there. It should be there. Do we, do we need a suck a Keith banner appearance? <laughs> I think for we how do. bad the Giants are. I think we we do need a suck at Keith banner. <laughs> hashtag suck at Keith. Uh, one of my favorite things to uh, hashtag and or say on the show, Keith, we love you, but your Giants suck. I'm sorry. So <laughs> you can also hashtag suck at Keith. <laughs> Brought to you by Fantasy Six Pack. Um, those of you who don't know Keith Lott, uh, co-owner of the site. Anyway, yeah, Fields coming off the injury here. This is this is not a, a game that I want to start him in. Um, Detroit is heavily favored, um, as they should be. They should win this game fairly easily, even with Fields there, because we don't know what we're getting out of him. So, yeah, how. You know what you can expect. Um, Washington, also not a great team, but still better than the Giants. Hashtag suck at Keith. <laughs> okay. Let's uh, let's move it on. Let's move well, things on here. You, you oh, always do oh, that. But did you, I skip you? you? Just don't did want, I skip you? You don't, you don't want the voice in the sky's opinion? 
because I'm not used to seeing your your beautiful face here. So it's just uh, usually a voice in the ears, and then I'm like, "You're, you're too kind." Oh, it's AJ. done. Okay, I can I can go now. And then afterwards, I'll let you know what AJ has it. I mean, not AJ. Joe has it ranked at. Um, it's Sam Howell for me this week, and honestly, guys, it's a volume based play. All right, he's right now just, I mean, the, the stats-wise, he's ninth in the league right now in fantasy points per game at 18.3, which is actually still technically better than Justin Fields through six games at 17.6 fantasy points through, uh, per game. And and Howell's got more of a sample size with it. Um, but like I said, going back to the volume-based play, Howell leads the NFL in passing attempts at 397, and frankly, it's just not even close to the second, you know, leading uh, the second pass attempt leader, which is Josh Allen, and he has 350. 47 more attempts than the second guy. That's uh, legitimately a full game more. Okay. Uh, like, so just the volume alone is pushing Howell up to that, you know, 18.3 a game. And, you know, he actually has the most passing yards in the NFL as well. So, like... That's a that's a pleasant surprise here, and he's tied for fifth in touchdowns behind Josh Allen, Tua, Russell Wilson, Cousins. Shout out to Cousins, who hasn't played since what week, whatever with the ACL, two, two and he's still you know fifth in touchdowns for the year. He was having a great year. It's yeah. unfortunate that he went down, and then Justin Herbert. So like Sam Howell, just right now is just chucking the ball. Eric Bieniemy said, "You know what? Screw it." We're going to throw it 40 times a game, and we're just going to see what happens. So that's kind of why I'm on the Sam Howell train. It's just because of the volume. Definitely. All right. So next up here, we have running backs. Um, You got it? First one, we've got Tony Pollard uh, at Carolina, and then we've got David Montgomery versus – Chicago, he's old stomping grounds. Jamie, what do you think of these two? Yeah, this was another close one just because Pollard isn't living up to his hype. Then you got Montgomery coming back. But I did put Pollard three spots higher than Montgomery in my ranks. So I got Pollard at 14, Montgomery at 17, only because it's the better matchup, less competition for touches, and the Panthers allowed four times as many touchdowns to the running back. Uh, so, yeah, g- give me Montgomery. I know it's the Bears' revenge game, uh, but th- they just don't allow as many touchdowns to the running back, and Montgomery doesn't catch as many passes as Gibbs. Gibbs is going to come back, and just, he's been doing awesome, so you can't really fade Gibbs. So I actually have Gibbs above Montgomery. So if you would ask me Gibbs and Pollard, it would have been closer than the Pollard and Montgomery. So mm-hmm. I'm thinking Pollard. Good, good, good input there. I mean, that's that is interesting, Mike. What do what do you think? I, well, well, let's just switch it up. Tony Pollard or David Montgomery or Gibbs. Which one would you prefer? Uh, of this the one... Detroit side. And I know you wrote uh, the, the question. Um, I don't know why. I just I, feel, I I just feel safer with Monty, even though I know Joe yeah. would argue that Gibbs has finally taken the reins of the job. Um, but that's actually who I'm rolling with in this scenario as well, between Pollard and Monty. 
is is Monty. Like Pollard has played every game this year, and he's only got a total of ninety eight point four fantasy points. Like Monty's played six games this year, and one game he only had seven touches before the injury, and he Monty still has more points than Tony Pollard on the year. Like Jamie said, you know, piggybacking on yeah. him, you know, Pollard's just been underwhelming. Uh, unfortunately, it's it's been it's true. Like yeah. he, I, I don't disagree. The, I mean, he has been. It sucks because I I love Tony Pollard. I I have him in a couple of leagues, and I'm I'm stoked to get him. Um, and I've been riding him ever since, and will continue to. I mean, he he's my guy in those leagues, and uh, you know, I think this is a nice matchup for him. Carolina is not great. Uh, in general, uh, they're not great against the, the run. Oh, are you and talking about Pollard? I'm talking about Pollard, yeah. And I mean, man, the Giants were a great matchup last week, and they went <clears> and the Cowboys went bananas, and Pollard was just a non-existent. True. I, I mean, he, the, the, he got 15 touches. I mean, he just didn't get a touchdown. Yeah. I mean, I think the the only thing that worries me minimally is the the presence of Rico Dadel. Um, I'm not worried about him. I, I'm I mean, not he got his touchdown, but it again, wasn't garbage time. No, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, the only thing that worries me—it's been Tony Pollard mainly. Like, he's been Pollard taking majority of the snaps too. Is if Detroit, uh, Detroit, if Dallas gets up pretty big on Carolina, which I expect them to, you know, they're gonna rest Pollard. They're not gonna be like, hey, you haven't been playing well. We're just gonna keep you out here. No. I mean, I feel like that could be a Jerry Jones thing that he would do, but I'll give him a, a modicum of credit that he's not that stupid to, you know, want to not have his his star back out there. He doesn't need to be out there if they're up big. So I still think Pollard would be the choice, but I love the revenge game. So I think I am going to lean Monty on this one, personally. I did hear a stat that uh, per touch, Pollard is negative four touchdowns. So if you think about the positive regression to that, maybe he gets more touchdowns coming up in the next games. Yes, I mean, I think think he could. You know, Dallas, again, they're they're one of the, the better teams in the league. That right now, I mean, they potentially should have beaten the Eagles. Ultimately, they did not. And ultimately, I am very happy about that because I hate Dallas. Mm-hmm. But they do have good players. I will give their players credit when that is due. And that's part of what makes the rivalry even better. So, again, I, I do see brighter days ahead for Pollard. Maybe this is a game where they focus on him early enough and he becomes the star and gets them ahead enough where he can be like, yeah, okay, finally I did my thing. You guys are good. Right now he's uh, running back 20. So if you would, if you would give him that uh, 24 points for those four touchdowns that he was supposed to get per touch, he would be in what the top 10, 12. So we wouldn't really be poo pooing on him that much. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, the one, the one, I'll just play devil's advocate here because, like, yes, I do agree. Positive regression in the touchdown department is there because he hasn't scored since week one uh, yeah. against the Giants. But 
Like, and he has been getting the touches, but here's the thing. He only has three games out of, what, the 10 he's played, or nine because he had the bye week. He's only got three games of 100-plus total yards. Like, he's really just not getting a lot of yards either. So, like, he's he's getting the touches. Yeah, he's getting the snaps. Yeah, So, like, I think he's just got to be a little bit more efficient with the yards in the yards department as well because he will get some touchdown regression going his way, but yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next one here. Uh, we've got Raheem. This Mostert. one's a fun one. <laughs> yeah. Raheem Mostert, who we, we touched on a little bit earlier versus uh, Vegas or Derek Henry versus the Jags. Uh, Mike, let's start with you. Which one, which one of these two would you prefer and why? All right. You're going to laugh nice, at like, me. Succinct description. You're going you're gonna to laugh at me. But it's it's Derrick Henry. I know Mostert's RB running t- uh, RB two on the year and half PPR. But we as we we said, A chain is back this week. Past three games, Mostert's only been averaging ten point two fantasy points on about eleven to a 12, 11 to twelve touches a game. And realistically, he's been the most efficient when he's been getting fifteen plus touches a game, which it's just not trending in that direction because mm-hmm. you know, especially with A chain coming back. And you got Jeff Wilson and Salvin Ahmed, you know, just murking it, murking it up behind that. Meanwhile, Derrick Henry's averaging 18.6 touches a game. Thank you, Fantasy Points, for that info. While Mostert's averaging 14.2. So, like, again, you know, trending down for Mostert. Um, and then here's a little nugget for you. Um, Derrick Henry just absolutely dominates the Jags. Averages 105.6 rushing yards a game and 1.2 touchdowns a game. He's played 13 games against the Jaguars and has 16 total touchdowns in those games. He's pretty much like guaranteed a touchdown. Like if he's got it, if he has an anytime touchdown bet, you're you're winning money. Yeah, Jamie, what do you think? This, this one was the easiest one for me. Uh, I'm taking Derrick Henry. I have him in the top 10 this week. I have Moster outside the top 20. And here's why. I mean, you got uh, A-Chain coming back, but Derrick Henry, the last three out of his four games, has been a top 12 running back. And I noticed a pattern. If you look at his touchdowns going off, what Mike just said is he's going to score a touchdown guaranteed this week because every other week he has a touchdown. He didn't get a touchdown last week. So this week is his guaranteed touchdown. He started off with Ooh. zero, one, zero, one, zero, one, zero. He's going to get at least one. But I could even see two touchdowns. Uh, so, yeah, I put him in the top ten. Uh, Tajay Spears, he's not doing too much. Like, I'm not worried about him. But I actually have Tajay Spears closer to Moster than I do Moster to Henry. Okay. So, good info. Touchdowns are now gauged in binary. Yes, um, <laughs> I mean it's a so binary, we man. will we will only follow that uh, when you're Derrick Henry. They are the most sense. Um, why not? Uh, for me, this one I I I lean Henry. Yeah, I'm. I still think Jags D is decent. Um, Vegas front is is very strong. Uh, so I give them the edge actually. And you know what you guys have said about Achan coming at uh, coming back and 
Henry was a complete and utter turd last week. So I hope to hell he figures it out and is better this week. So I'm I'm going with him just for a gut feel. All right. All right. Um, Before we get to jo- receivers jo- here, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say because I'll I'll take it for you. You know, you're all good, AJ. I, I thank you for helping helping lighten the load for me. But Joe Bond is oh, also sorry. watching here, and and he said it's it's Henry for him on this one. Pretty easy for him. And then mm-hmm. uh, before he was saying Gibbs Pollard <laughs> Demont for the Pollard Monty uh, question. He said reluctantly Pollard. All right, and then this was the one for the QB question. He said Howell for him. I don't think he commented on the Fields one. But like no. you said, AJ, we're gonna we're gonna get a little quite some questions. Yeah, here we got answers. we got some more uh, some commentary here. We want to get to you guys. Uh, we we are running a little long, but hey, we're here. We're here for the people. So let's start off with uh, impossible. Um, who to start? One quarterback, two running back, one receiver, one flex league. He's got Murray. He's got Jay Herbert. He's got uh Pacheco, uh B Rob, Chandler, Dell, Nico, Lockett, and Godwin. Oof. So of those he needs quarterback between Murray and, and uh Herbert. He's got two running backs between Pacheco, uh Brian Robinson and Chandler. And then he's got a receiver and a flex. Dell Nico uh, let's break it. Let's break it down by position just to make it easier. So who yeah. are you starting as your quarterback between Murray and Herbert? It's it's Herbert for me. Yeah, I'm going to lean Herbert. Herbert easily. Yeah. All right. I mean, okay. And then we got two RBs. We got we have to start. You got Pacheco, Brian Robinson, and Ty Chandler. Um, I mean, this could be made for you if Madison does end up suiting up, I think. Chandler gets yes. knocked down. You got to pay so attention would, to that. I would take the other two. And that you got to pay attention to that because if Madison is playing, it's Pacheco and B Rob. If Madison is not playing, uh, I honestly think it's B Rob and Chandler because Pacheco has a tough matchup against the Eagles' run game. Yeah. Um, of the last guys here, the receivers, you got one basically two positions one receiver, one flex. Tank Dell, uh, Nico Collins, Lockett, and Godwin. Um, Nico and Lockett are both questionable, so obviously keep an eye on that. But I would start Nico over Dell personally, and I would start. Uh, I would lean Lockett over Godwin. Jamie, who would you who would you got there for yeah, your own wide receiver right now? Uh... Yeah, I, I also have Lockett. I mean, while you're looking it up, I'll just tell you mine then. Um, Nico's, if he's healthy, you're starting Nico as your one wide receiver. And then yeah. as your flex, yeah. I would start Godwin over Pacheco, but it is close. So my question Lockett. is, did Nico practice in full today? Because I know he only had limited practice yesterday. He was limited, I believe. Limited today. I want to see if he's full tomorrow. If he's full tomorrow, definitely going to start Nico Lockett. And I know we're going to be talking about Godwin in a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I got him pretty far down on my ranks. Uh, so that's, that's a tough one. All right. Yeah. I would, again, just keep an eye on the injuries and then, I mean, the way Strauss been playing, you might as well play Dell, Nico and Lockett. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not against that either. I, I believe he only has the two. So maybe Nico and, and Dell over the other two. All right, we've got uh, – Next one I saw here was uh, Henry. I don't know if Yeatman was a question. Um, Pick one for this week, Mayor, Thomas, and Musgrave. Uh, oh, you're right. You're right. I'm going to go hmm. – hmm. I think I'm going to go Musgrave. Why not? Be interesting. Yeah, none of them are in my top ten. I go Logan Thomas in that one. Yeah, I actually got I got Logan Thomas the highest. I'd go Logan Thomas just based on the volume. Yeah, the matchup. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Hashtag suck Keith. Logan (laughs) Thomas, you're right. You're right. Uh, However, I do hope Mayor does pretty good because I have to start him in one of my leagues. Just feels Goddard's out, but I have him outside the top twenty-four. So. That'll tell you how I think about him. Yeah. Uh, Eatman said he's also trying to do Hill and Dotson for uh, Schultz. Uh, if you can get that to go through, take it. Uh, That's the I guy you play. prefer to have Schultz. Yeah. So, all right. Next up, we've got Henry Vincent. Welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. We've got Garrett Wilson, Puka, or Adam Thielen this week. That one's easy for me. It's Garrett uh, Wilson, and we'll talk a little bit yeah. about him later. Yeah, I, I will lean with Wilson as well. I am out on Thielen this week. Um, I'm assuming yeah. you're starting one. So, what else we got? Derek, we've got it's a 10 team league. We've got half PPR, two flex, redraft. He is eight and two. The roster is uh, Josh Allen and Howell. Uh, running backs, he has Eckler, Kamara, Mostert, Singletary, receiver. He has Lamb, Olave, Higgins, Del Laporta. Uh, okay, not sure where you're going with that. I think he's just flexing. Just, just. Yeah, I mean, that, that, yeah, I mean, I love it. that's a freaking solid roster, dude. Um, I would not. I do mean, anything at with that, that point. Yeah. I mean, as I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Um, oh man, I, if I Josh really Allen had already, had already had his buy, I'd tell you to trade jo- uh, Sam Howell, try to get yeah. a little bit more depth because there's no point. Well, having he has. Howell uh, no, Allen. never mind. They're the week week apart. Yeah. But yeah, so but Allen Howell has his. He's part of the week, week thirteen by apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So like, you just keep it the same, Derek. Yeah, you're yeah, eight and two. Eight you're two. already guaranteed a playoff, so keep it. Oh, All right. oh. I think that he was says he lot. was adding. He was adding the context to his question above before about the trade for Josh mm-hmm. Allen. Got it. Ah, traded to he that. traded to and Hollywood for Allen. Okay, that's what we were talking about earlier. Um, well, in that case, yeah, I yeah, good job. I'm I'm okay with that. I like that a lot, actually. Well done. All right, receivers, start two. 
and sit one. Speaking of, we uh, alluded to it in those questions. We've got the first one is Garrett Wilson at Buffalo. We've got Christian Kirk versus Tennessee. And we've got Terry McLaurin versus the hashtag suck at Keith's. <laughs> Jamie, which yeah. two are you starting and who are you sitting? Yeah, this was actually the easiest one for me. I'm sitting McLaurin. Uh, I'm starting Kirk. I got him in top 10. He's been getting the targets. Uh, Wilson, you got you got to go with the talent. I know he's got a crappy quarterback, but he's going against Buffalo. It's going to be a tough game. They're going to need to use Wilson. And McLaurin just hasn't been consistent. Like you're you're going to get eight points out of him or twenty points. And I, I just yeah. see one of these this game. Like I have him outside of top thirty, so I think he's going to be more towards that eight points than a twenty. All right, Mike. Oh, muted. Mute. Mute. That's a dollar in the mute jar. Um, I'm actually sitting Kirk on this one. If you could read lips, you would have understood me. Um, <laughs> Garrett That's Wilson. Why I said, oh, yeah, he's still muted. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm a. If, if you learn about how I play fantasy football, I, I like to play it safe with the volume here. And it's just, it's volume. Like, uh, Kirk's just the one, out of, the one out of these three options getting the least amount of volume. Wilson's averaging 13.3 targets a game. McLaurin's been getting 9.3 targets a game. Um, and then Kirk's just at 7.3. Like, I mean, here's a little nugget for you again. I'm sure you've probably heard about it before. But, I mean, Justin Fields through six games has more passing touchdowns on the year than Trevor Lawrence with nine. So, like, there's just not much of a ceiling right now for Kirk where I, I get kind of a, a little bit more of a ceiling for McLaurin and Wilson, but also a higher floor. But you got to look at the matchup too, right? Like, Kirk's going against Tennessee. True. Yeah. It, it is. It is. Yeah. It is a much better matchup, but there is also Zay Jones possibly coming back as well, which could eat into those targets. Uh, no, I think Zay has already been out. He's already ruled it, out. Are you sure he's been ruled out already? I, I thought he was. I could be. Wrong, I have not. I haven't gotten that update yet. I, I thought mean, that he was listed as out. I could be wrong. If you take Kirk's week one game out where he got the one point nine fantasy points, what would his fantasy points be? Because I'm pretty sure he's, he's got over 10 fantasy points every week since then. Yeah, no, he is, he's been he's been good. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna sit McLaren as well. I think this one it sucks because it's a nice matchup with the uh, hashtag suck at Keiths and their terrible defense uh, and or team in general. But uh, Wilson has propensity to be good against Buffalo. Buffalo has not been the Buffalo that we expected to see this year. In my mind, um, they just lost to Denver. May I remind you a mere four days ago. Um, so that just happened. And yeah, I think Kirk against Tennessee, we've seen Tennessee be susceptible to the pass. So pretty easy on this one for me. All right. Next one we've got, Adam Thielen versus Dallas. We've got uh, Nico Collins. Zay Jones has not been ruled out yet, no? by the way. Okay. All right. I have not updated the depth charts this week yet. Sorry, Joe. Um, 
Uh, also, hashtag suck at Joe. Just kidding. I love you. Uh, <laughs> but I have not had a chance to get to the depth charts. Thielen versus Dallas. Nico versus Arizona. And DK at the Rams. Jamie, which one are you sitting in? Which two are you starting? Oh, we got to start two in this? Oh, shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say, if it was only a start one, Basically it would be just easy. sit one, yeah. Yeah, um, sit one. See, I was looking at this show sheet, and if you would have put Metcalf and Dillon and switched those guys, this would have been more tough for me. Uh, because Metcalf, I have in the top 12, easily going to start for me. Uh, he's got those red zone targets. Uh, he's. I just think he's going to get touchdown this week. But uh, Dillon, Dillon, I don't know about, man, because he's going against Dallas. Dallas is tough against receivers. Uh, they only allow, what, 26 points per game to receivers. And only nine of those go to the slot. And Dillon plays a slot most of the time, like over 60, 63% of the time. Yeah. Nico coming back. I, I like Nico just because of that matchup. So I'm going to go with Nico and Metcalf. I'm starting Nico and Metcalf in this situation. All right. Mike? Two. Yeah, uh, it's the same for me. It's Metcalf and Nico here. Again, this is based on if Nico is playing because he is questionable, yeah. obviously, because you're playing Thielen if Nico is out. But it is Nico and DK Metcalf. Thielen is just, I mean, he's been trending down a little bit lately. Not as much as Mostert. But they're in the same category, you know, in this ageism, you know, argument where it's just like, yeah, they can have a, a strong start to the beginning of the year, but because of their age, they're not going to be strong down the stretch of the year. Um, just, you know, more tread on the tires type of argument. And just give yeah. me the give me the younger guns here with DK Metcalf and Nico Collins. Like Jamie said, DK Metcalf, like he's played eight games on the year and he's, he's top four in red zone targets of 14. It's just, he's not catching them. He's only got five receptions out of those 14 targets. So positive regressions do for him. Yeah. And uh, Dillon's only been averaging 11 points per game in his last three games. Yeah. You said Dallas only allows 9.3 to the slot. Tougher matchup too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, Got a, a couple of comments from uh, our fearless leader here. Um, apparently, Mike, you're supposed to be drinking because you're muted. I agree. Um, you should take shots of Fireball. No, no, uh, no. no, Fireball. Um, Joe, back me up on that. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, a middle finger. That's for you, AJ. Um, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. That one gets to go on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> hey pal right back <laughs> just kidding it's a it's a sign of love here it's a sign of love people um all right and then for him uh, dk is one he has stealing higher right now but he has a feeling he's moving nico higher once we know for sure he's playing well, that's a good idea joe yep yeah i would uh i would uh concur with that as well so um he's last... the voice in the sky tonight Last one we got here. Uh, last last receiver question we have here is Cortland Sutton versus Minnie. We've got Deontay Johnson at Cleveland, and then we have Chris Godwin at San Fran. I'm going to start this one. I am personally going to go with 
Oh man, this is tough. Um, I should not have started. <laughs> you wanted this. to start it out. You wanted yeah. to start it off. Of these three, <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Cortland, and I'm going to go with Godwin. Um, Pittsburgh is just an anomaly. I mean, Mike Tomlin continues to do a great job coaching this team, getting them to win games when they probably shouldn't be winning games. They've so been they've been outscored. I mean, out uh, gained in yards every it, single game. It's and it's uh, ridiculous what they're doing right now. And you know, Deontay has been a, a big part of that since he's been back, but. I don't know this game at Cleveland in Cleveland. I think this could be like kind of like the, uh, the Cleveland Ravens game where Cleveland wants some payback. They're going to step up and they're going to, you know, blanket Deontay. So I'm going Cortland and I'm going Godwin. I, I don't love the matchup against San Fran either, but I feel like they're better at, at just stuff and run. And you know that could that could hurt Rashad a little bit this week, but I do like Godwin this week. Jamie, uh, yeah, this was actually the toughest one uh, out of all the ones I had to look at. So we're starting two, right? Yes. Process of elimination. I'm gonna just sit any receiver going against Cleveland. Like Miles Garrett's just gonna be all up in that. Uh, like you, you can't stop them. Miles Garrett's just gonna be all up in that. <laughs> you can't stop him. Yeah. Uh, then you got like like Kenny Pickett. I know he targets Beyonce a lot, but like <clears throat> I, I, I so process of elimination. Yeah, I'm gonna go there. But if I look at Sutton, he's got the best matchup, so definitely starting him. He's also got uh, the less competition out of any of those guys. Godwin, though, uh, I did notice Godwin is going against San Fran. Yeah, that's a tough defense, right? But they allow eighth most fancy points to wide receivers. Uh, 14.5 of those go to the slot. I mean, they just – they got Bosa on one side. They got Chase Young on the other side now. That pass rush is just going to be insane. So he's going to have to get rid of the ball quick. Who's going to get rid of it quickly to? It's either going to be Rashad White out of the backfield or it's going to be Godwin in the slot. So, yeah, I'm going Godwin and uh, Sutton on that one. Even though I have Godwin low, ranked lower right now, but I'm after just thinking about that, I'm going to change it. I'm going to put Deontay below Godwin. All right, Mike. All right, so – I'm piggybacking on what Jamie said here, and I'm going to be sitting Deontay Johnson. And yeah, you can see it, say it's a little bit of recency bias coming off that you know shit show of a game last game against the Packers or not the Packers, uh, who whoever they played last week. Um, but the thing is, is Russell Wilson has 18 touchdowns on the year. All right, he's leading the league in touchdown percentage at 6.8 percent right now, which is just you know kind of insane because league average is usually around four and a half percent. And Sutton is a beneficiary of that, him and Javante Williams, really. Um, so, like, I do like Sutton, even though, you know, he's he's, he's almost kind of got that touchdown guarantee a little bit if, if, if the Broncos score. Um, and then Chris Godwin, like you said, Jamie, you, mm. can, you, can, you can throw against the, the Niners. I mean, like eighth 
against wide receivers. Now, I am a little curious to see how how teams fare against them now that they have Chase Young and Joey Bosa because most of those points that the wide receivers got were before the Chase Young trade. And then we just saw this Jags offense just get completely dominated by him. And realistically, like none of their receivers really did anything. So I am kind of curious to see how, because it is just a small sample size against one team, but I'm curious to see how, you know, wide receivers fare now that there is Chase Young and Joey Bosa coming after the quarterback. Like, cause that might not, not even be, you know, a long enough time to get the ball out, out to Chris Godwin. Yeah, so, I mean, it could be a big white game, man. So, I'm thinking about putting white in my top ten this week just because of that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, just the dump so offs. Let, yeah, mm-hmm. let's move it on to tight ends here. Uh, we've only got one here, and then we'll get into our silly string picks for the week. So, first, tight ends. We've got Trey McBride, Houston. Or Dalton Kincaid versus the Jets. Uh, Jamie, what you got on this one? All right. So this was a tough one. Man, I, I, I mean, I got them both in my top six. I just got Kincaid slightly higher. And here's why. Uh, I mean, the last four games, Kincaid, he's been consistent. He's got uh, 16.1, 16.1 again. Uh, 17 and a half. And then uh, what was the last one? 15 and a half points. Uh, McBride, he had that big 21 point game, but then he had five and then he had 25 points. Then he had five. So what is he going to get this week? We don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with the more consistency of the Kincaid. And I actually look deeper into this, man, because I was kind of flip-flopping back and forth. Now, Kincaid versus the Jets, right? Jets are tough, tough defense. They don't allow a lot of points to the receivers, right? But then I heard DJ Zacharyson today saying that the Jets allow the fourth most targets to the slot. So I went and looked, and uh, they actually allow the least amount of points to the receivers in the slot. So I'm like, well, that that doesn't make sense. If they're throwing the fourth most points to the slot – but allowing the least amount of points to the slot for receivers, who's getting those targets? It's got to be the tight end, right? Kincaid plays the slot 45.3% of the snaps. So I think Kincaid is going to be a big week. I'm putting him in my top five above Kincaid. So, yeah, or I'm taking Kincaid above McBride. Right. I, I mean, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take it now, AJ. Um, it is a close one. It's honestly a coin flip. But, I mean, let's be honest. These get, these are what, uh, tight ends that you got in a little bit later or drafts that you could actually be choosing between. So this is a tough one. You're, you're, you're trying to decide between these two. Jamie brings up absolutely phenomenal points about Kincaid. But me personally here, because I play at the safe side usually, I'm going to go McBride on this one. Past three games, he's averaging 9.3 targets a game, which is just slightly higher than Kincaid at eight a game. Now, where Kincaid is, you know, making his hay is those touchdowns. He's got two compared to one for McBride. Now, take that away. 
All right, you know, take all the touchdowns away from McBride and Kincaid, and McBride's at 35.3 fantasy points the past three games compared to 27.7 for Kincaid. So I just think the volume just makes it a safer play for McBride. Plus, he's also getting 11.8 yards per reception to 9.8 for Kincaid. So, like, he's just, you know, he's getting a little bit more volume, and he's doing a little bit more with that volume. So, you know, give, give me McBride, even though the touchdown favors Kincaid. And I also didn't even think about this. Now uh, McBride has a new quarterback, right? But Kincaid's getting a new offensive coordinator. I haven't even figured that in. Uh, yeah. So I might have to rethink that. Yeah. It's close, though. It's 100%. You know, it's really close. I'm sure the projections are very, you know, very close. You know, probably a couple point, couple points. AJ, who you got? Hmm. Uh, this one, I think I'm going to go with Kincaid because he's just been so consistent, um, you know, since he's really been in getting involved. Uh, McBride has also been consistent since he's finally started getting involved. And last week he was very good safety blanket for Kyler Murray coming back. Kyler still not being 100% and Houston having a solid defense. I do think McBride is still a solid play, but of the two, I'm leaning Kincaid for this one. And then Joe just also said he leans slightly McBride for now. But knowing Joe Bond, he likes to make his adjustments to his rankings and wouldn't be shocked if that changes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Let's get to our hashtag silly string picks for the week. Um, if you have not been paying attention for the past few weeks, I've not been doing very well with this. Uh, <laughs> Joe has been getting lambasted as well. Um, our guests have been getting shellacked. Uh, JB has gotten uh, a couple nice. things. Mike has also gotten a couple things. So, we may need to rethink this one exactly how we do it, but uh, yes, it was it was solid. So I am going to attempt to screen share my video that I just did. Um, Make sure you share the audio before this. Yes, it says also share audio. So um, this should be good. I hope I don't jinx myself, right but I'm I'm now three weeks strong of not getting <laughs> so yes. Uh all right, I'm going to share this here. Um oh, this is this is go. two um two picks here. So hopefully this works correctly. Um can you see my screen? Okay, here we go and play. Hello, everybody. This is at Applegarth Algar once again saying hello for the hashtag silly string picks. Uh, I now owe two different videos because I've lost. This is my daughter. She is excited and ready to go. And that's my mother in law. The uh, yeah, so my first pick here was Demario Douglas. He uh, did not get over 8.56 points. Make sure you don't get on, on your glasses. And, oh, yeah. yeah, it looks just... 
Let's just, go. Just, <laughs> I don't even care. Just do it already. <laughs> oh, right across the glasses. Uh, good, good stuff. Okay. Glasses Next up, job. we've got Mr. Nuke. I thought Will Levis was <laughs> the damn. He is not. And uh, he could not get over 12.21 points. So now... We have yet another silly string continuation. Let's let's try to get a little closer so you can actually get in the video. Come on, I'm losing my uh, I'm losing my luster. Joe here. wants to know if you're wearing a poncho. Hey, I am. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> and I taste it. Oh no! Oh, it in for you. Okay. That's oh. it. All right. All right. I think I think I'm, I'm good. Then I think I'm good. That's that is that. So yes. Um not been doing too well with this, as you can see. Uh but Not a double that was that was fun. Yeah, I I I have something cooked up for the next video. I'm gonna do. It's gonna be a little more, uh, a little more fun, and and uh, I'll just leave it at that. So yes. So was, what you're saying is I'm gonna root thing. for you to fail this week. I, I mean I'm probably going to. It, it seems like it's a uh, a given that that is what is happening here. Um, but Jamie, as the guest, I will let you go first and share your pick for this week. Uh, I was waiting between two tight ends. Um, I know you, you guys don't have Kelsey's prediction because he's playing on Monday, right? Yes. We, if you want to use uh, your projection, you, though, we tr- we trust. Yeah, we'll Jamie. we'll use whatever for a half point. Um, if you want to use PPR, you can use PPR, but honestly, I think it makes. Yeah, it I'll, I'll, I'll I'll stick with the half because I like how Joe does his half. But so I was looking at it, and the rematch versus the Super Bowl, right? Joe. <laughs> so Kelsey, man, he hasn't been doing good lately. Correct. <laughs> uh, he's due for a big game they're going to be playing at home who knows if, Kelsey who knows? is 14 and a half just oh. so you know 14 and a half he's going to get way over that just by his touchdowns I can see two touchdowns he's going to get targeted like crazy he's going to get the yards the only way I don't hit that is if he gets hurt first play of the game uh, so give me Kelsey over the 14 and a half I was looking into it even more. Uh, the Eagles allow the most points to the slot out of yeah. any team in the league. Kelsey plays a slot 42.5% of the time. So I think that's where he's going to get most of his points. So give me Kelsey over. All right. Kelsey All right, over. Um, I'll, Mike, what you got? AJ, you want me to go? Yeah, go ahead. All right, we talked about it a little bit um, with one of our start sick questions here, but I'm going to take the uh, revenge game for David Montgomery against the Bears. Um, he's projected 11.52 fantasy points at PPR. 
Uh, he's going to uh, maybe not smash the over, but I think he gets the over because I think he's guaranteed a touchdown this week in that revenge game. I was telling Jamie behind uh, behind the scenes, like I just think Dan Campbell looks at David Montgomery this week and goes, you want to bite the Bears kneecaps off? You know, you yeah. want to score against your former team? Uh, like, <laughs> this is your game. He's that touchdown there, though. Uh, that's in my opinion. <laughs> I oh, agree. Yeah. I agree. He's going to need the touchdown to get that, but I do think he gets the touchdown to get the over here against the Bears. the The Bears allow the eleventh most fantasy points to running backs. They have been better as of late, but let's be honest, they've been playing not the greatest competition as of late. Yeah. Um, so like. We're going to get David Montgomery's a solid back. The Bears know this. I mean, Montgomery torches the Packers. I know this as a Packers fan. Like, I'm hoping that he just kind of continues that against the Bears. All right. All right. So, I uh, I had I, – I've, I've been seeking, um, I guess, uh, asylum for from the silly string uh, amongst the picks here. And uh, I had a couple of guys, but there was some injury concerns and some other hangups and whatnot that I didn't love. Whew. So the guy I am going with this week, though, is Mr. Najee Harris. Going with the under, he is at 9.84 half PPR points. Um, now he has been solid the last uh, the last four weeks. He's got a touchdown in three of four games, but before that stretch, um, and, and during the first five weeks of the season, he had zero touchdowns. One of those games was against Cleveland, where he only had ten cart. 10 carries for 43 yards and one reception for zero yards. I think he'll do better than those five PPR points that I got for him in that league. But I don't think he's going to continue the streak with the touchdown this week. Um, games in Cleveland. Again, I feel like Cleveland's coming off of a big motivational win. Um, they want to get to the playoffs and uh you know this this game could be a little different with dtr but i still think that defense is top notch so i'm gonna go with Najee under and i will probably be getting silly straight again what's the point on Najee you have uh 9.84 you said ha yeah let me pull back up 9.84, correct. Okay, yeah, I got him at 10.7, so that's close. I will take the under on that one, then. <laughs> I still think he's going to hit Much the better. under on that. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody. That's, All right. Uh, well, that's, before we that's go, we got. let's – before we go, we do have AJ – I mean, not AJ, Joe's pick for the week, and we might as well get oh, it yeah. on video camera because he does owe us a silly string. Video, so we want to make sure it's two. He does if he gets Indeed. this one wrong. But he's taking the under on Tony Pollard. All right, he's uh, projected at thirteen point two half point PPR points, which actually is kind of a lot in my opinion. Um, he's missed that mark five of the last six weeks, um, or less games, and was RB fourteen at uh, was at fourteen points the one he did. So 
He's kind of betting on Rico Dottle being involved in the passing game more. So he's taking the under on Tony Pollard. All right. And yes, if anyone else out there who is listening or who will listen to this show wants to join us, uh, we are at hashtag silly string picks. Let us know who you want in the comments um, of the show or DM any of us on Twitter. Um, you know, Mike, me, Joe, or the at fantasy six pack um, Twitter handle. We will be happy to have you guys on. We want to see your videos. We want to do this um, so you can suffer as much as us. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's it's just something fun we're trying to do. And uh, if you, know, you have different. kids, they have the most fun. They yeah, kids and or in laws. Um, they or they enjoy this. My my sister loves silly stringing me, so I'm sure <laughs> you know, there's there's family members Pretty out much there that anyone that. <laughs> claims that they love you uh will gladly do this just so they can laugh at you so join us hashtag silly string picks um shoot us uh you know a message somewhere and uh and join us let us know who you want and again typically we do it as half ppr but if you have your own rankings your own system and you want to do ppr just let us know what it is so we know uh, whether you won or lost on your own call there. And uh, yeah, thanks again for everybody joining us. Jamie, thank you again. Uh, we'll um, give you a chance to yep. promote yourself, yep. promote promote your stuff. So whatever you got, um, go ahead, man. Floor is yours. Yeah, man. I mean, I'm on Twitter a little bit. Uh, Jamie Prog. Um, mostly at the Going for Two Network with uh, Jeff Lambert over there. I know he's a friend of the show, yep. and I'm on uh, Tuesday night, Chi-Chi, every Tuesday at uh, 9.30, and then uh, the Sunday morning start sit show. I know you guys rather come over to here, listen to this fancy six-pack, better advice, but uh, I also do the show over at Going for Two, and that's pretty much it, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm very active on Facebook. I, own, uh, I run a group. We have 40,000 members. They're always asking questions, so they're always in my DMs. So I'm always available in my DMs over there. All right, awesome. Well, thank you again for jumping on with us, Jamie. Appreciate uh, it. Much appreciated. Uh, again, glad to see you uh, on camera instead of uh, just only in comments. Yep. Um, so, yeah, now, that, now that about does it for the, the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Aside from the silly string, you know, yeah. we can see a real face, you know, behind. The, the face behind the string. Um, it's, it's a then, new VH1 uh, Always special. be in your comments every every Thursday night. Pretty much any show you guys have out, I always get notifications for. I always try to hop in live. Like, I love your network, man. Even like the Chris Robbins doing his DFS stuff. Love it. Oh, yeah. T tomorrow night, I'm going to be here with uh, Mike. I, I know you're on it. So Appreciate you, Jamie. Yeah, yeah breaking down some uh, game previews for the week tomorrow. Yep. Perfect. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate uh, you guys. All right. Thanks, man. Seriously. Yep. And we appreciate your support and uh, just, you know, hanging out with us this time. We'll have to have you on again. At some oh, yeah. Point. Anytime, man. Let me know. All right. Have a good awesome. one, Jamie. All right. Peace out. Jamie Perogue. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Mike, unless you got something else, I'm good. Um, I'll just, I mean, make it, sure you make sure you check out those plans at fantasy six pack.net slash plans. I mean, if you want some inside access to AJ, 
me, Joe, Chris Robin, Dave Eddy, they can help you out with their D- your DFS lineups, you know, getting that all constructed for you. Um, Dave's player pool for DFS lineups have been absolutely killing it lately. So, I mean, that's kind of, you know, just worth it right there. But that's about it, AJ. Um, I look forward, you know, check out the Sunday social show for your start set questions. If you have any other, you know, you know, last minute needs, but that pretty much wraps it up. Unless you got something. Nah, all I got is uh, Baltimore one beat Cincy at, at, uh, at home here. Thursday night football, 34 to 20. Um, hopefully the matchups uh, for players you had in your leagues helped out. So good game and good night. Good night.